Hello everyone, uh, w- welcome to uh, the Speaking Pharmacy Podcast, this is uh, John Thornett for uh, another episode. Now, today's a little bit different, but it's going to be really good, you're going to enjoy this one, in fact I know you're going to, you're going to love it. Um, so first of all, before we get into things, what's been happening in the world of peak? Well, at the time we're recording this, this is day two of being back in the office, um, it has been, uh, I think it was about seven weeks that uh, we ended up uh, all working from home. Um, but it's one of these little things, you know, when you have these little um, little crisis or there's a little significant change in how you do things. Um, life has this uh, little subtle ways of making you very grateful for what you have. And particularly for us, uh, the fact that we could just, within a few days notice, decide, right, we're working from home, Everyone okay with that? Yep, we go work home, phones get answered, phones can be forwarded, you know, any phone calls can be forwarded on to anyone. My troops can go home, work from home, just as efficiently uh, with a business that just uh, ticked over and there was a few moments there I sat back and thought, yeah, I'm really grateful I'm in the position that we're in. Um, it, and I've got to take my hat off to my team. Uh, because during that time, um, they were just amazing, just amazing. You know, a lot of things got thrown at us. Um, JobKeeper in particular was uh, incredibly disruptive. Um, uh, we lost uh, weeks and weeks worth of time, uh, most of which was just taken on phone calls from clients alone. So uh, it was quite an interruptive phase for us. Um, the team did a hell of a job, a hell of a job. I'm uh, remarkably proud of them for the efforts that they put in and they just adapted and just got on with things. So um, so, so that's that. Uh, what else has been happening was uh, the roller coaster ride for, for clients. That's uh, certainly been an interesting one of having a, a Christmas in, in March and then watch the, the world fall out from underneath them in April. Um, it was a very interesting phase and uh, there was a hell of a lot going on in pharmacy land Um, but all good now that brings me to the podcast topic today now so let's go back about three odd years ago and uh, I was doing what I do for my current office and uh, I'm sure you guys as business owners have had this experience before and uh, to use the, 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 the common phrase, you had a blinding flash of the obvious moment. And because, uh, you know, I do what I do, I'm an accountant, I know I have certain skill sets, I know there's a lot of skill sets that I don't have. Uh, but I had a business, I had a good business, but that business, particularly in the accounting world, very unique in that we just look after pharmacy because that's what we want to do, that's what we enjoy doing. And then my mentor at the time, said to me, yeah, you've actually got a very good opportunity here because you know who your target audience is. So most others don't, but you know who your target audience is. And you know what you really need to do? And I said, okay, here, well, what do you want? You know, <laughs> with, all, with all the attitude, you know, go hire a marketing person. I thought, really? scared the hell out of me. I thought, oh, really? 
uh, it scared the hell out of me. It, it, it really did. But it is one of the best things I've ever done in business, apart from going to business itself, because you know, decisions lead to other things. But it was one of the best things that I've ever done in my life. And so we started this process of interviewing a few people, and you had some people who were just, oh, we'll be able to look after your website. And I think, yeah, well, great, but there's more to it than that. There's other people that, oh, we'll, be, we'll get you up there in the, 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 the Google rankings. I think, oh, you're not exciting me. Oh, we'll have Facebook campaigns. Oh, yeah, again, you're not very exciting me. And then this young lady came along who had a fairly extensive history in real estate. The difference was with this young lady who came to me was that she understood that it's not one, that it's all of those things combined together that is led by a strategy that's all about engaging and connecting with people. And when I listened to this lady speak, it was, yeah, she gets it. She gets it. But more importantly, she had the skills that I don't. And look, let's be honest, um, with those things, no, I don't have the skills. I just knew what I wanted from a strategy perspective. So along came this awesomely talented lady called Sarah Rendell. And uh, she came into peak and um, my lord did she make it did she make some change she made this uh peak was never the same it was never the same the impact she's had has just been enormous um so it is with my greatest pleasure to introduce to you the world's best marketing person ever the wonderfully talented sarah randell yay hello 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 <laughs> Gosh, my head has just gotten so big. How was that for an introduction? <laughs> yeah, I mean, doing a great job, great job. And you do know a bit about marketing. You Only do. because you taught me. Yes, I, I will say that. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but I think we're a good duo. Um, yeah, so just yeah. wanted to add that part in. <laughs> yeah. So tell me about your, what did your time in the real estate world, what did that, what did that teach you? Because again real estate you can have a website mm. but that alone's not going to work you can have all the facebook's and instagrams and everything like that to the cows come home that alone's not going to work what did that what did that world of real estate teach you about about marketing but the fundamentals of, of marketing the fundamentals of marketing in real estate uh, this is also across any industry, but I learned it within real estate. Mm. And that is, it does come down to um, the data and building a database. Yeah. And then having a database that are full of people that actually want your business and that you're building authentic relationships with. Yeah. And you can create these relationships that will eventually translate to sales. Yeah. yeah. Um, real estate is a, a, a weird one because it's only one or two, maybe three, unless you're an investor, like transactions that they'll make mm. in their lifetime. 
but it's also one of the biggest yes. um, investments similar to what you do with the team with yeah. like buying pharmacies and stuff. It's yeah. such a big decision. So you really got to put a lot of trust in your real estate agent yeah. and also it's a very emotive purchase. Yeah. So I believe the biggest marketing tip for um, real estate is yeah, building those authentic relationships with a, and a strong database. Yeah. And then you use the other tools like social, digital, newspapers. Newspapers probably a little bit more expired, but real estate still really hang out around there. Yep. All of that stuff's yep. great, but yep. all the messaging has to be all the same and making sure it reaches your target audience that yep. would be likely to join into yep. your database. So you mentioned a couple of key points there of um, your approach of which is the same regardless of the industry and that marketing essentially is about or is about two things. One is the basics of human relationships. Yes. Number two it's all about data. Yes, and that's and it's very surprising when you speak to anyone without clients or anyone when they think about marketing. It is lots of fun and creative and yep. beautiful butterflies, yep. but then you also really have to be really analytical and look at the data because there is no point doing all these uh, marketing activities without seeing results. It needs yep. to be results driven. Yep. So data is so important. Yep. So. Um, like any, I would be the same as many other business person of uh, being a professional, whether accountant or pick the audience in this regard, <laughs> being, being, being pharmacy owners. Now, we may all be technically good at our profession yes. and very, very good at our professions. Yes. But we're crap at marketing. <laughs> crap at marketing. Now, but we all know from a business perspective that, look, we've got an audience out there and we need to connect with them. Now, we can do what I did and think, well, let's just do this Facebook post about once a month <laughs> or at best or once every couple of months and think, why didn't it work? Um, now, you can do that approach or you can just have a go, I think, well, let's just do something. But there's, there's, there's a methodology, mm -hmm. isn't there? Yes. There's a methodology. There's a system. There's a strategy. For all that to work, you've got to understand why. Yes. So if, 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 we, if we're taking into account the audience and that, let's say there's a um, pharmacy owner out there who is thinking, oh, like I need to do something, but I don't know what to do. Where do they start? Because they can't just launch into stuff. No. Where do they Where do they start? What do they do? Well, firstly, when it comes to a marketing strategy, I understand when we're talking in a pharmacy landscape. Um, before I dig into everything, I just want to say mm. that yes, there is marketing if you are with a brand, and they do an exceptional job about it. But today, what we're talking about is individual each pharmacy because everyone has a slightly different identity. Yeah. And you use your marketing strategy. Um, from the brands as like the supporting act and yep. you guys are the headliners. Yep, yep. So um, what they're doing is amazing. You should definitely utilize them, but you also have to look from within yourself yep. and what your pharmacy stands for. What yep. is your vision? Yep. And then from there, because that's really important because this is the message that you're going to be communicating to yep. your customers. Yep. So once you start understanding that, then you can start... It, marketing becomes a lot more simplified and you're able to put a plan in place with you for your actions and goals. Yep. So when I say is looking internally, 
looking at your products and service offerings, looking at um, if you want to be known as a health destination or are you a regional pharmacy where you want to have a real local focus mm. with community engagement mm. or are you on a discount model yep. and what the type of customer that want to come into your store are the ones that are looking are price driven. Yep. So you really need to look in and you also need to really embody that value because your marketing strategy is so important for your business. It's yeah. how your business is going to be communicating to its customers. Yeah, yeah. So, so what exactly is the strategy? Because you've got the actual doing of things. Yep. And which you can take that approach. Yes, which I don't uh, recommend until you know your strategy. Correct, correct. <laughs> yeah. Which is what I was doing. Um, <laughs> so you can do stuff. You can do stuff with a plan. Yes. But you can have a plan that links to a strategy. What exactly is the strategy? So what, what exactly is the strategy and what are, um, what, what, why should an owner not just dive straight into stuff? Why should they have that strategy? What, what exactly is that strategy? Because that's really, so you're gonna start, you really need to put time into yes, that first. Because yes. I look at when, when, when we first started, there was a lot of time put into strategy. In fact, the strategy is constantly evolving all yes. the time. Uh, you know, every time we talk, there seems to be an adjustment to the strategy. But the strategy is fundamental to the success of any of any of any marketing activity. So, yes. what exactly is it? Why do, does an owner need to put effort into that first? Well, it simplifies every other um, process after it because mm. you understand why you're doing things. So let's say, for example, you are a community pharmacy and then you look at, you want to attract um, mothers coming yep. into you. So um, what would your marketing strategy be for that? Well, then you'd be shaping and uh, molding your pharmacy through its communication strategies, both offline and online, mm. to attract the target audience of mothers. Yep. And then from there, so then you'd go to the next stage, okay, so our message is we are the pharmacy for new mums coming Mm. that have just had their children mm. um, then from there where do new mums hang out so then you go okay they might hang out on Instagram or they might be looking into events about you know yeah. when your baby has reflux and things like that so yeah. from there once you understand who you're your marketing strategy you're able to determine who your target audience is yeah. you're also um, able to figure out what you're communicating and also your personality of the pharmacy and then you can communicate that out mm. Yes. So what do, you mean, what do you mean by the personality of the pharmacy? Personality is the pharmacy is what you're being perceived as by your customers. Mm. So that's whether it's, once again, community or health destination, price, or you might, your team might be a really, like your biggest marketing strategy and they create such great relationships when people come in store. That can yep. be part of your marketing strategy that yep. you would then communicate out. It could be your service offering. It could be, yeah, just what you stand for, your products. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, so that strategy helps you understand. Well, I suppose it helps first of all determine what's your personality, what do you stand for, your, your values, purpose. everything. Yes. And that that personality, I, I guess, is um, is no different. I mean, it still comes back to the basics of human relationships, doesn't it? Yes. In that. Um, humans will interact and become friends with another human yes. based on personalities and values yes. and, and yes. behavior and things like that. And an individual's connection with a business is very similar mm -hmm. in that they connect with a business not only because of 
product and service and things like that, but because they're connecting with that business because of the values, because of the personality of that business. And that's uh, quite a fundamental part of marketing, isn't it? Is yes. to, you've got to betray your personality yes. to, the, to the people out there. Yes. For them to be able to emotionally connect with you, yeah. And so, is that that's that's definitely so sort of, is that sort of where you start? Yes, I definitely think. And you, when you brought up that word value, it just reignited my brain for a second there. And yeah. I was like, value. It's pretty much determining what you value as a business and what yeah. your customers value yeah. and how you can communicate them yeah. to them. Because once again, that emotive connection is how you add value to your life. Yeah. You could be doing some really cool stuff on social media, but they're just like liking it occasionally but yep. if they actually see value in yep. what your business is doing then they're more likely to come and visit you your pharmacy as opposed to another pharmacy yep. that hasn't had that emotional connection yeah yes yeah 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 yep, yep, yep. so the basis behind any marketing effort you got to have a strategy okay yes so that strategy is going going through like we said determines who your target audience is and you and um and um it's going through Know, defining your, your personality mm -hmm. and your values, Value. things like that. So, yes. where do we start? So you got this pharmacy owner there, yes, who's um, who's sitting there, think, right, I really need to do something about this. Think marketing strategy. Good God, what do I do? Where where do they start? Okay, so where you start first, like I would look within. Mm -hmm. So that would be looking at your sales, what your customers are interested. I would ask for feedback from my team as well. Mm. Like ultimately the decision is up to the owners, but your team are or with you on, on the slide, not the sidelines, in, in amongst it actually, yeah. like dealing yeah. with the customers day in, day yeah. out. So they kind of understand the tone and what people are perceiving them for. Yeah. And then I would also do like a SWOT analysis and look at the strengths and weaknesses and opportunity and threats yeah. of the business. Yeah. I would do a com competitor analysis. Mm. This sounds all a lot of mumbo jumbo, but it all makes sense because then you can be guided begin to see where your strengths lie yep. and where your opportunities are. Yep. And then also you can do your own vision. Yep. Um, like for yourself, you've always had such a passion for pharmacy and then yep. one day it just clicked, I just need to be doing pharmacy. Yep. But before that you would have been going through and looking at all the data of what is working for you as mm. a business. Yep. Cause it's not like you're gonna pluck something out of nowhere and yep. then suddenly think, yep. everything just needs to come to there. So yeah, I'd do some real internal research mm. of my business where it is and where yeah. it could be and forecast. Yeah. yeah. So that um, so the point that I really want to touch on yes. is every facet of a business all links together. Yes, it does. Okay. So your product and service yes. offering links together. Yes. Your marketing strategy links. Your HR, your team. I was going to say yeah, your links, team links links together. Um, Every facet of a business all links together, but all links together of you creating something that you want to aspire to. Yes. Isn't it? So it's like, well, this is where I am now, mm -hmm. but this is the pharmacy that I want to create. This is my vision. This is my goal. This is what I want to do with it. So in regards to marketing, that marketing strategy is all about, you think, I've got to get to there. Yes. For me to be able to get there, I'll be able to communicate with my audience to tell the audience what I'm about. Yes, so, so you've got to understand 
the why yeah. you're doing it first yes. before the strategy is even going to make sense. Yes. So you've got to go back to those basics of what is it I'm trying to achieve here yes. for the marketing to make strategy make sense, doesn't it? Yes, definitely. And this is something that I have seen in pharmacy that sometimes some people do an exceptional job when it comes to marketing for their pharmacy because mm. they understand their why, yep. whilst others are really unsure if you were to say what makes you different from your competitors or yep. from another pharmacy. They're really unsure, so you yep. need to be really clear and defined yep. with what your values are, what you stand for, and why. Yep. So then that will mould your marketing strategy to create the steps. Yep. yep. Yes. So there's a, a, a bit of time there that's got to be spent by an owner in understanding yes. what's the vision. Yes. Well, what exactly are you trying to create here? Oh, definitely. Yeah. And and this is I understand with pharmacy owners and pharmacy managers, time is money, mm. but I believe that you need to really understand yep. that before you yep. start doing it. Because the strategy will never make no. sense if you don't know what it is if you're trying you, to aim at. Yeah, exactly. So if yeah. you're posting on social media or, you know, even handing out catalogues with no real strategy behind it, yep. you're not gonna yeah, yep. there's not gonna be much success. So we've Okay, so we've put some time into understanding what our what our, our goal is, what our vision is, what it is we're trying to achieve. Yeah. So we've put some time into that. We've put some time into our SWOT analysis. What are we good at? What are we crap at? Yes. Where's our opportunities and what threats are out there that's going to interrupt what we're doing? Yes. So we've put some time into that. We've looked at our competitors. Now what do we do? So now that you've done all the research, yep. you need to sit down and go, okay, what is the strategy moving forward that incorporate encompasses all of that? Yeah, um, and it needs to be really, really defined. So it's almost um, it's this is a, this is coming from my sales background. It's in the elevator pitch. Yep. If you go in the elevator with somebody and they shut the doors and you've got that time to get to the yep. next floor, what does your business stand for? What yep. is? It's not necessarily your tagline that you use with your customers, but it's just what you guys embody, and then you would. Yep go from there yeah, yeah. yeah. so um, if we pick on peak strategies we are the the pharmacy accountants mm. for um, yep. yeah Australia wide yep. yep. so easy I don't even need to add anymore <laughs> as is very defined yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's like complete like different um, examples that you could use like if you're like a health um, services focus like if you're going to specialize in a particular area or if you're yep. just going to be the local pharmacy in your area yep. and that's like a really great strategy moving forward because yep. then all of that would be tailored. Yep. 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 Okay. So we've got our purpose. Yes. We've done our SWOT, done our competitor analysis, and we've looked at the audience. Yeah, your target audience. Target audience, yeah. Yes. That, that target audience part. Yes. Um, now, is that, I think, well, this is my immediate community, as in this is the people who live in the suburb. Is it this is the demographic or it really depends on your what, mark. Yeah, yeah. It, it depends on your marketing strategy and that's because there might be times where you might be going outside your catchment area because you really specialize in a particular um, service or things like that yeah. or if it is the local community you've got to even dig deeper a little bit more like what community member I just I just can't expect that everybody that lives around me is going to see value in what I do so yeah. you really once you look at your marketing strategy and understand what you can offer and what you're going to mm. communicate then yeah. you should be able to create some avatars of at least three to four customer yeah. Yeah. identities yeah. and then so just like what they would be interested in what they see value in if they're male female like really get down and yeah. create these you can even be like 
um, Sarah, the, the the shopper, because I love going in and getting all the organic um, skincare or mm. something like that. You could really create these avatars, or if you've got like the elderly population, you could create yep. just and so then when you're that is a part of your marketing strategy. So when you're beginning to think of what channels yes. and what content yes. you're going to do, it all aligns back to your target audience. Yeah. So if you see of a, a vision, if we use an, an example here of uh, I suppose how these things work together. So if you look at uh, pharmacy, you think, well, I, my vision is I want to improve the health of my local community. We'll use that as a, as yes. a, as a, as a that's what we want to do. We want to improve mm -hmm. the health of our local community. And why do we want to do that? Because look, there's other competitors around who may be focused on price yes. or, or things like that. But we want to make a difference in people's health. Yes. So we actually want to change their lives. Yeah. So that could be the goal, mm. which brings to, or who's the target audience? The target audience could be, well, if I want to improve the health of my local community, then who's my local community? Yes. Could be the residents within the next suburb or two. Yes. Yeah. And so they, ah, now I know my target audience. And um, that sort of, you start to hone yeah. in. Yeah. And the more defined you can get, the better. Yeah. The more that you can, it's just... Every, everybody is different, um, but even with just like different audiences, yep. like gender, age, circumstances, income, all of that yep. plays into how you communicate. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, so yep. definitely. Okay. So we've got, so we got to that point of defining our purpose and who our target audience is. What, what do we do then? What's the next part after So that? now is the fun part. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> well, I find it the fun part. This is the creative part of marketing, which I love, is where you start thinking of ways to communicate to them. Yeah. So you start creating content and, um, yeah, so like content, so like if blogs or social media or if you're mm. going to do events or if you're going to focus on sponsorships and collaborations. Yep. So that's the part where you get to brainstorm about how you're going to yep. communicate your marketing strategy to your target audience yeah so that's where you determine your channels yeah. so your channels being this is a big one for everyone digital is the new thing especially now with COVID um, it's, that's just one example but even before that it was yeah. moving towards this is like the social media channels so is it Instagram because um, of the millennial population yeah. that you're trying to target or it's Facebook because some of the older generation do like to be on yep. Facebook. My nana has a Facebook page, <laughs> which is a bit bizarre. Um, yeah, so going through and choosing the channels or is it like more focusing on the community engagement? So reaching out to the local sporting clubs and organizations, yep. um, groups is another big one and health collaborations with physios, doctors. Yep. Like it's kind of working out what you're going to, how you're going to communicate and where you're going to communicate. Yeah. Now you mentioned a very important part there is that you mentioned the word channels as in plural. Yes. As in, yes. Um, and I suppose one of the great learnings from me is that you actually never know exactly what's going to work. Yes. Do you? So you've got to have um, multiple ammunition, yeah. don't you? Yeah, and you've you got definitely to do. Fire at a number of fronts because if you look at uh, if you look at our example of we want to improve the health of our local community. Okay, so who's our target audience? Well, our target audience is the local residents, which means there's Broad. anyone there from sixty pluses to um, you know the the parentals of. 30 to 60. Yes. Um, you then have 
um, the young ones of 20 to 30s. Yes. And you then have all the kids from 0 through Gen to 20. Yeah, yeah. So you've got multiple different people, all of which connect with the rest of the world in a different way. So you should never be relying on just one channel. No. You've got to have... Uh, multiple guns in your armory, don't you? Yes, and like I was saying, if we're picking on the um, example you're using with the local residents, we would have three to four avatars, and that would all be sl- that would all be different. We'd avatar, avatar, like movies. Yeah, you know, yep. they would call them avatars. <laughs> yeah, like the movie avatars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I say it correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, so for for the uh, uninitiated, <laughs> what what what's an avatar? So, so it's just like a character descri- description of um, your customer. So yep. you kind of like what they like, who they would be if they're male, female, age, and then you just like you just created a visual, and then so it's just. Oh, oh so this is the, like your um, uh, an avatar is uh, your stereotype person that you're aiming at. Yes, yeah, yep. and so it's just easier when yep. you're it's because so you can review. So when you're creating stuff, you'd be like, oh, does. does Sarah the shopper like this, or yeah. so he could. <laughs> so your avatar could be well, his thirty-something uh, mother, yes, who's yes. Um, if we use stereotype, is sort of at home and got a, a child or two, and loves scrolling Instagram in the middle of the night when she's doing her night feeds. Yes, that's know? right. Yes, <laughs> yes. So like, yeah. and, but then you have the elderly who like they really like love receiving an actual physical letter in the mail. Yeah, and they still look in the local rag and yeah. look up ads, or they really like to coming coming to the morning teas that yeah. you host within the pharmacy. Yeah. So yeah, having those different ones, they're all going to be slightly different. So yeah, yeah having multiple channels you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket how do you um, if we go go back a step um, how would a pharmacy owner define their personality because if you think part of marketing is you're trying to portray who you are to an audience I think we know what you're wanting to achieve but you've got to be able to portray your personality how does, if you think of a pharmacy owner, think, okay, I really need to get better at this. I think, well, how, what on earth is my personality? I mean, people are struggling to define that for themselves individually, <laughs> let alone for a business. Um, how would they go about defining their personality? What are they trying to... Okay, so defining their personality is actually, I see it a little bit more simplified in a way, because it oh. all comes down to your value set for your business. Ah, Yes. 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 So yeah. what you and what your you have existing customers. Yeah. You just want to amplify your audience a bit more. Yeah. So you need to look at your value sets. Yeah. So if you're someone that's really like a perfect example because I work with you, you're very good, good at portraying your values of the fam- family, flexibility, um, and you've translated that into our culture at yeah. work. We are like essentially like a um, peak family, and any client that comes on board joins the peak family and we have that very nurturing um, relationship Mm. and so you know taking what you value is and translating it as your personality and then that just makes it so much easier you know um, with us we always share what's happening on social media with the peak family we incorporate cookies the second cutest dog in the world (laughs) (laughs) by the way cookies is my little ruffian he's a a street action and he's a rat bag but he's uh he's 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 a gorgeous little dog and the first cutest dog is of course my dog (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so just that it makes it so much easier determining your personality is your value set yeah it has to be what you embody and not just essentially what you embody but also your team as a whole around as well because it's not there's not just one person in the pharmacy it's yep. a collective. Yep. And there's a great little example um, 
There's a great little thing you can do for, for those that are listening, and we, we've done this a couple of times in the office. Um, you think, well, how do we determine what our values are? It's a very simple technique. Each, if you grab yourself, your partners, your, your, your senior team members, and you sit down in one room, and each of you individually write out your 10 values. Not in any particular order, just write out 10 values, okay? Then each of you then go and score them. So one versus two, which is more important? One versus three, which is more important? One versus four, which is more important? Then go through that, two versus three, two versus four. You keep going through all of that, and then you get a score for each one. And you put, put that list down of a one to 10. Then you go back to each and every one, say, what's your top value? Mm. By the time you go through that with your partners and your, your dispensary managers, your retail managers and all of that, you'll easily get five values that are most important to everyone. That there then defines your personality and who you are. So when we did that, the thing that came up amongst everyone without a shadow of a doubt was relationships and family. And so that really defined peak, and that peak was all about relationships and family. That was the thing that made us the happiest, was the relationships we have with people. So this is a good example for, for someone out there of where do you do this, where do you start? That's a, a very good way to start. It's a very simple technique, works brilliantly, and um, you're surprising what comes out of it. Yes, it, it's great. <laughs> so. We've got multiple channels. Yes. We've defined our personality. Okay. Um, we know what it is we're wanting to achieve. We've done all this. Now, there's a very important step now, isn't there? And that for anything in business to work, there's the saying, what you measure, what you can manage. Yes. Okay. And like we, I think you mentioned this originally, um, marketing is all about data yes you've got to measure so that's got to become part of your strategy so let's let's talk about that the measurement aspect so yeah with any marketing um, channel that you use or any communications any marketing activity that you do within your business it needs to be measured mm. so let's say for example social media you need to be tracking the analytics weekly yep so the engagements um, and then how many likes and followers that you're gaining. Yep. More important to focus on the engagement. You can have a very small social media following of say of 100 people, yep. but you could have a really engaged audience. So if you're having a, a like say 70% engagement where they're really high and active on that, I'd prefer that than someone that's like a thousand and it's like very small okay, so because you want the engagement. So you're not looking at the numbers of people who follow any one of your socials. Yep. You're looking at the percentage of those who actually regularly engage mm-hmm. comments an like active, something an active audience yeah yeah and then also you can track and see and then it also helps your target audience that you're reaching the right people yep. so you can see um like where they're located and things like that because yep. social media is to everyone in the whole wide world yep. so you want to make sure that you can see if it's reaching to your immediate area yep. things yep. like that so knowing marketing isn't just about the socials no. isn't just about instagram and facebook it's, but we still got to do other things that yes. we measure so what are some of the other measurements yes. that we need to track? Loyalty members. That's yes. a big one. Yes. <laughs> um, and this is, once again, like I said at the very beginning about the real estate, it's building your 
database yep. and that's the same with um, pharmacies that's the same with us as well is yep. building that database so you can communicate to so that yep. would be loyalty members in pharmacy or some other type yep. of way but majority yep. loyalty so I'd be tracking how many members I'm getting weekly yeah um, and then I would be reflecting that back to my what I've been communicating so yep. for example this is a topical one because everybody this year really wants their flu vax which <laughs> yep. yeah so tracking when you're sending out copy so content so whether that be like an email or you've put out a flyer like tracking yep. how many people have come in as a result of that marketing yep. strategy and yep. it's just a matter of um, creating a spreadsheet of all your whatever you do and then yep. tracking the numbers and seeing how yeah and the important part with that is is most certainly reacting yes um, and figuring out what gets traction what doesn't uh, what um, uh, channels yes. gets traction and what doesn't what channels works with different demographics and what doesn't yes the data defines what you do and how you do yes because it's um, I suppose it's folly to assume anything's going to work the data tells you whether it's going to work or not yeah and that's sometimes the problem with marketing if you have a scattergun approach and you don't track it or measure it then you're really not going to see much growth because you waste money or yeah. and, and waste time into things that aren't effective yeah and you want to be able to track to see like what's working successfully for your business yeah. it's just like if you introduce a service um and you're not getting any result like no one's really wanting to purchase that service yeah. or then you stop using that service. That's the same with marketing. If you're yep. constantly drop, doing a letterbox drop and dropping off catalogs, and yep. I think catalogs do work. This is just an example. Yep. And you're not really getting much results or reward from yep. it, then why would you keep doing it? And the only way you can figure that out is by tracking it. Yep. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. So if we, we summarize it at this point of the essential components of a strategy, you can just summarize at this point okay. um, what what are the, the 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 key aspects of a of a strategy just so for the audience can can have it so firmly the, in their yep. mind. so the first is understanding your why your value set and yep. what you stand for your personality yes from there um, doing a bit of a SWOT analysis yep. um, and looking at competitors competitors etc then determining your target audience yep. and then from there creating your avatars and figuring out like so then you can start tailoring your content yep. and creating your content and then the next is selecting your channels and then tracking and measurement at yep. the end yep. yes so noting uh, for the audience here uh, at this point we're not actually doing anything we're not actually not necessarily creating content other than planning yes. what it should entail we haven't set anything up yet we're not doing anything this is all about the strategy and figuring out what we're going to do. Yes. And so there's a lot of important, well, very important steps there. Yes. Okay. Now, how do you suggest I know to start with this? Because if you think, like, we well, you get into the cut and thrust of business and, you know, we've got, you know, 1,000 customers a day and, you know, 265 scripts we're trying to issue a day and there's staff and we're busy and how do you suggest we do this I know from my from my experience um, you got to learn to be in this space yes it's a very creative space but it's the most enjoyable space you'll ever be in so how do you suggest an owner start with this 
Well, like I was saying before as well, yeah, time is money. But mm. if you've got, if you're actually now that you've got a plan of attack of what you're going to do yeah. for marketing, it's actually taking that time in your calendar, blocking it out, yep. whether that be a couple of hours a week, essentially, initially, and then you could delegate and get some of your team members involved as well. But you yep. really need to spend that time yep. working out your why and your purpose and your strategy. Yep. And then from there, put a plan in place where which will make it a lot simplified for you. Yeah. Yep. More simplified for you. Yes. Yep. Yep. So, um, so I'd be imagining myself here as... Um, as an audience or as a listener yes, to, to yes, the podcast. Yes, I, I think I know what you're going to say, yes. but yes. <laughs> um, so you're sitting there as a as a, uh, a listener to this and think, oh, I really need to do this because I'm really crap at marketing. Yes. And I really need to do this. Um, and I've listened to the podcast and think, oh, okay, I'm a little bit overwhelmed now. Yes. What's coming up? Oh, what's coming up? Well, on the 11th of June, I'm hosting my very first Peak Strategies Marketing Tribe webinar. Yay! So we're creating a marketing tribe series for pharmacy owners and farm and any other team member that's mm. within the pharmacy landscape yep. who want to learn more about marketing for pharmacies. Yes. So really nutting out how to market community pharmacies. Yep. So the first um, webinar makes natural sense that we talk about this very topic. Yep. And so that would be our, your marketing strategy, determining your marketing strategy, and there'll be detailed steps. And yep. I'll also be providing a free downloadable checklist post yep. the um, webinar. And then um, if they're still, once they've gone through the webinar and thought, mm, maybe I need some more assistance with this, I'll be happy to do an like a phone call, yep. no, no obligation phone yep. call, yep. and we'll quickly chat, and then maybe potentially yep. I can assist in the future. Yep, yep, yes. yep. So um, one of my, uh, when I first started at Peak, um, one of my mentors at the time, and I was looking at what, what they were doing, and um, I, was, I was talking to this guy, they were, they were based in, in Brisbane, and um, they just judges looked after accountants and um, they're extremely good at what they did and um, and, I was, and I was talking to him about their model and he, he mentioned these words that I've never forgotten about is that we're a marketing machine first and we're a business second yes and it, it, it sort of just ground into ground into me that any business for it to be successful you've got to have a marketing machine to yes. it don't you Real estate, pharmacy, accountants, lawyers, it doesn't matter who you are, but you've got to have a marketing machine, don't you? Yes, and that will be explained in the webinar, but definitely having a marketing machine, it just gives you a plan and a focus. So yep. then when, if you business does, like life gets in the way, you can realign and focus on what you're doing. Yep. And then also when you're spending time doing marketing, it actually makes sense why you're doing it in terms yep. of having a plan of attack just like when it, any type of work when you go, you go through kind of like a mental checklist of what yes. you need to do yeah, yeah, yeah. having a marketing machine in the background allows you to have that those yeah. that checklist and also yeah just helps it helps your customers understand what you're about as well because when you're more def like when you have more clarity in what your business is then the more yeah. as opposed to just being you know run-of-the-mill accountant, run-of-the-mill pharmacy. Yep. If you're more defined in your values, then, yeah, mm. and that's how the marketing machine helps. You, you, you become more unique. Yeah. Because you become, 
yeah, your business becomes this personality. Yes. And uh, that enables you to quite clearly stand out from the noise of everyone else. Yes. Now, you can find plenty of pharmacies out there who have some form of Facebook thingo yes. or some form of Instagram thingo. Yes. Um, there's plenty of people out there doing that. Yes. And you have your brands who will do stuff. Yes. But I know through our, our experience of clients and looking at um, all the other people that we follow, because we do follow a lot of pharmacies, <laughs> yes. um, is that the ones who have the strategy are the ones who stand out the most. Yes. And there's, and you've, you've, you've seen it, there's some absolute rippers oh out there. Oh my gosh. I Just give, can you give some examples of strategies you've seen there in pharmacy that just stands out quite clearly from the noise of everything else? There is one pharmacy that I love and theirs is very community focused. Yep. And when I say yes, that seems quite broad, but no, I mean they have really tailored their marketing to suit their audience. They're sharing updates about what's happening within the local community. They're hosting events. And when I say they're hosting events, I mean they're hosting a lot of events where they get great attendance mm. um, with other allied health and yep. um, doctors yep. in the local area. Yep. They've really focused on what health issues their community needs and then tailoring everything to suit that. They're just exceptional. They even host now, they've worked on hosting like a health day every year mm. in their local community where they and then sponsorship partnerships they've just really honed it and they communicate this out through yeah. their social media yeah. channels they've even gone on to create their own website which is help just to purely promote their their events yeah yes. so it's a, it's a great example there of someone who's defined their purpose yes we want to improve the health of our community we're yeah. all about all about the community so they define that purpose they've also know who their, their target is which is people who live in all the different demographics and the important part that you said there is that they have multiple channels that reaches out they have their socials yeah. which does things they have their events yes. but they've also got the collaborations and collaborations yeah, so is just part of marketing as anything else yes. but I noticed, that, I noticed what you said there is that they have a number of fronts that, that they're targeting people on and because it's so so good at what they do, it, they stand out so much, don't they? Yes, and what's also really clever and interesting about them is they don't just do a service because they can. Yeah. Because sometimes you can just do certain type of services mm. because you're a pharmacy and you're able to do it. Yeah. They, the services that they have within their pharmacy is because of their target audience, what their target audience and their customers yep. want from them as mm. a pharmacy. And that's why they have such success with their events and also, yeah, just building their reputation because they've just, everything that they've done has really been focusing on being the yep. local community pharmacy yep. and attracting their yep. local yep. customers. What's a, uh, another example of a um, uh, marketing strategy that you've seen that, that just really stand out? Oh, there's the ones where they specialize in a particular um, health issue or yep. topic and so... And just really good at it. Oh, and just have created like all of their resources is ba based on... There's a few that I've seen like they're focused on baby health and mm. some on diabetes and things like that, but they've tailored everything, all of their content and all their products, their services all around that particular yep. 
yeah, health yeah. service. And their, their messaging and their communication and their language is all, is all toned into this is what we're good at. Yes. I suppose no, no different than us as saying pharmacy, this is what we're good yes. at. It's the same concept just in a, in a, in a pharmacy language. Yeah, and they're, they're willing to understand that, yeah, they're not going to capture everybody. Yeah. But they're, because just like the, what I was saying with the Facebook, they have an engaged audience that, and customers that are willing to buy from them and that will travel far yep. to come and see them. Yep. And every every piece of content that they put out yep. um, reflects this. Yep. So even though it might be like a, like a health day, like, you know, mm. there's always these different health days, unless that aligns with what they're doing, like their health service, then they won't promote it. Like, yep. of course they... Um, have the expertise and knowledge but they've chosen to really just like you could do accounting for a variety of businesses but you've honed into the pharmacy yep. so everything we yep. put out yeah the um and those that you see and follow because i know you follow <laughs> quite a few you stalk, stalk everyone in pharmacy <laughs> land um from those ones that you've seen that are really successful in the marketing is it the strategy that stands out the most yeah, their strategy and also their consistency as yeah. well. So they're not just, um, would, would it be right in, in, in me saying that um, it's not just posting crap for the sake of it. Yes. But do they actually have a purpose? There's a methodology and a system behind what they're doing? Yeah, definitely. It's yeah. All, all of their content is tailored to yeah. suit their purpose. Yeah. So, yeah, they've it's not just posting because you have to yeah. because there is frequencies and things with for example if we're picking on social media that you do have to uphold mm. um, but they've got a system behind everything that they post yeah. and they're, yeah. they're not just posting for the sake of posting or they're just not sending out an email marketing because it's yeah. like they have to send something out fortnightly yeah. everything's got meaning behind it yeah yeah, yeah. now um you and i know <laughs> uh, through through great experience that the greatest enemy is our own mind. Oh, yes, I definitely know that one. Isn't it? Now, I know there's plenty of owners out there who will be listening. I thought, yeah, but I can't do this. Or I don't have time for this. Or I don't know what to do. Um, blah, blah, blah. And all excuse, blame everyone else, you know. Um, what? What's your advice for those people who... And quite quite rightly, because I would have been in this position too, who are just simply overwhelmed, yeah, or just don't know where to start. Mm. A hell of a lot of uncertainty. Um, they have, um, you know, that um, um, the the, uh, the name escapes. You know, the syndrome thing. I'm not good enough. What's yeah. the the, the um. Imposter. imposter syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. The, the imposter syndrome is alive and well. I think oh, I'm not good enough, or no one's going to listen to me. What's your advice to those owners who uh, in just think it's just too hard, or I don't have time for this, or I don't have anything to say? Well, firstly, if they, the I don't have anything to say, you do. You have to, but you have to understand your values first. Mm. The time factor, you have to have your finger on the pulse, so to speak, and make sure that your marketing is a true reflection of your pharmacy. Yep. However, you don't necessarily have to be the one implementing it, so to speak. Yes, yes. that's a very good point. So um, you do have to be, just like you and I, um, I handle the marketing, yep. but you are involved. 
and yep. you understand you know what's getting communicated to our client base and to prospective clients and the pharmacy owners need to do the same mm. so what I would say is you need to look into your value ads and yeah. just determine your marketing strategy, um, which is really important and is a great use of your time. And then from there, look within either internally or externally of someone that can help you yeah. implement it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Because um, I suppose who communicates and who does it, it doesn't necessarily need to be from the owner. In fact, sometimes it's good it's not just from the owner yes. because your dispensary manager and your retail manager are just as much as the personality of the business, aren't they? Yes. And they have a, a hell of a lot there to say. Yes. Now, they're only going to do what you tell them to do in accordance with the strategy. Yes. Um, but they're still just as much a part of the business. Yes. Uh, and one of the things that I particularly learnt, and I'm still learning to this day, um, is that what you think is irrelevant. Um, what you think is irrelevant because whether you think it works or not it's, it's not up to you to know that just get it out there the audience will tell you whether they like it or not yeah. the audience will tell you whether they're engaged with it or not and um, what you think is rubbish sometimes is the best stuff you'll ever do <laughs> yeah no definitely and also for pharmacy as well you're already marketing essentially by having owning a business like yeah. owning a pharmacy because you're dealing with customers day to day mm. and that is marketing to them communicating to them but it's yeah. just face to face yeah that um your marketing that you're putting out whether that be like a physical print or if it's on social media or if it's through event it's just like on a different platform but it's yeah. still the same thing that you're doing is communicating yeah um so and i just think sometimes marketing can just seem really complicated but if you have a simplified like strategy and then plan of attack and then getting your team involved mm. as well um i just as i sometimes some i've seen pharmacies they're just going to go to someone you have to handle the social media and mm. or you have to handle the, this part of the business in terms of marketing but then not yeah not really explaining them to the strategy yep. and that sort of part then there's that person is going to be in the exact same boat that the owner was in when not really yep. knowing what to do. Yep. So, um, yeah, definitely if you are time poor and things like that, you can get yep. other team members. You're just going to make sure that you know your strategy. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And your so vision. The, particularly as, look, from, from one owner to another, my, my the, the strongest advice that I can most certainly give you here is um, it is one of the most important aspects of your business is your ability to communicate with the outside world. Mm. Um, you have to communicate. You have to portray your personality and what you're about, and you need to get that out to the community. And that's the fundamental basis of what you're doing. Um, it's overwhelming, and there's a, um, a little, so there's an element of insecurity about it, but it is probably the most exciting aspect of your business. Yes, It's It's just so. fun. Yeah. It really is fun. Yes. Um, and one thing that you've definitely taught me, John, in terms of marketing and stuff as well, is like you don't aim for perfection as well. Because once again, marketing is communicating. So having that raw, you know, personality traits and all that doesn't need to be so polished and robotic with what you're doing. So don't let perfection get in the way. Sometimes you just get in and do it. Yep. Yes. And just be you because that's yeah. that's who people are connecting with yeah um, yes. but for the owners out there for pharmacy owners um, uh, I cannot encourage you enough to allocate time to um, 
allocate time in your day to working on your strategy. And if you're not sure what to do, um, get some help. Yes. Re- really get some help because um, I know f- for me, my own experience, um, it was probably the, one of the best things I've ever done in business. And um, it just it just works so well. Okay. So get some help and get some guidance. Yes, and one thing that I would like to add on that as well is just be patient as well. Yep. Because we we're talking about building data, like beginning to communicate and things like that. Marketing isn't something that happens overnight. It is a slow burn and you need to have consistency yep. and be patient and then measure everything measure everything absolutely everything (laughs) everyone calls me the stalker at work but that's because i'm looking at what's going on (laughs) i promise it's for my for my marketing i promise sure it is sure it is yes yeah yes so how can people get in touch with you so you can head to our Peak Strategies website, which is yep. peakstrategies.com.au. Yep. Um, there is a contact form there for the Marketing Tribe. You can jump on and flick me an email that way. What's the Marketing Tribe? So the Marketing Tribe... Yes, I know what the Marketing Tribe is because it's my own business. <laughs> but for the purpose of the audience, what's the Marketing Tribe? The Marketing Tribe is a, a new project that's coming um, out for Peak Strategies. Uh, it's pretty much just going to be... We, similar to what we've done with the Peak Strategies blog, it's going to be content for pharmacies in relation to marketing. So you can join that um, mailing list and you will get um, fortnightly content sent to your inbox. So just those tips, those insights on uh, uh, marketing processes, tips, strategies that's going to help pharmacy owners. Yep, Yep. definitely. And it's all going to be personalised for pharmacy. So I think, oh, which I think is really important yep. because yep. pharmacy is its own beast, just like any other business. So you can jump on there and send a contact form through there, or you can always contact me on my email, which is Sarah, S-A-R-A-H dot Rendell, R-E-N-D-E-L-L at Peak Strategies, which is a plural. Dot com dot so, Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I did look down at the computer then for a second because the screen <laughs> blanked, <laughs> but we're all good. And, or you can just call me at the office on 93153117. Yeah. yeah, wonderful. <laughs> and uh, um, as a, as a reminder, when's the webinar? The 11th of June Yeah. Um, at 7.30 a.m. because we'll do it before in the morning, but yep. we will be recording it as well. And one other contact one is LinkedIn as well, Sarah Rendell. Yes. <laughs> good old LinkedIn. Yes, it's a very good tool, by the yes, way. Yes, yes. So, yeah. Thank you. No, thank, thank you. you. This is exciting. I've always been here for the podcast. I've just been behind not actually talking. it's, it's, it's fun, <laughs> funny you say that like all these um podcasts that we do and interviewing other people or me just rambling on um sarah's been here for every single one of them <laughs> and um and this is a great example as to how strategies work because sarah and i were um sarah and i are probably at our most creative when things aren't happening yes and uh, there was a particular phase when we weren't getting much traction in what we were doing and um, and we said, right, we need to do something different. What are we going to do? We do seminars. I can do seminars, but it's they're annoying to get to. Then you've got to drive there, you've got to drive home. You can only do it after hours, which means family time, blah, blah, blah. It's a bit there. Webinars. Yeah, look, we should do webinars. And we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll put that in our strategy as well. Um, we need something a bit more succinct. Something that people can just listen to quickly. Um, why don't we do a podcast? Let's do a podcast. How do we do a podcast? No idea, but let's just do it anyway. <laughs> um, 
as just a very good example of the dynamicism. But if you know your strategy and you know who your target audience is, then you just find the tools and a different way of connecting with people. So this is for us, this is just another way that we can offer value and uh, offer value to an audience. And some people read our blogs. Yes. Some people um, will listen to a podcast or people touch us in, in different ways. Um, so, and every single podcast we've done, Sarah's been behind here managing everything, doing everything, and she's exceptional at what she does. Um, <laughs> thank so, you. Thank you. No, thank you so much. No, thank you for having been me. wonderful. Yeah, no, it's been great. I don't know why it's taken me this long to actually interview you, considering you've been here the whole time. But hey. I think that's the I was just sitting here, just that's why I'm staring you right in the face. Sometimes <laughs> that's like the most obvious, but you always forget. And, and shouting instructions at me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah mouthing instructions. Yes. <laughs> All right, everyone, keep wonderful. safe. Keep safe. That's the new term now yep. with everything going yep. on. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Look after yourselves. Um, we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time for uh, another episode of the Speaking Pharmacy podcast. Have fun. Look after yourselves. And uh, we'll talk soon. See you. Bye. Bye.